entrepreneurs and people listening who have a side hustle or like want to do all the things, it's so much more important to know yourself and make sure that like the things that are going to fulfill your cup are done in your day. Because if you don't, then you actually don't have the energy to pour onto others and actually show up. And I feel like if I don't wake up and if I don't like get my workout in before the day and have like my morning routine, I actually am going to be less productive throughout the day. Like I don't miss those things. This is for the others out there, the other ambitious people who want to play at a higher level in their life. It's time to get curious and get real. Join me and together, let's find the others. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Find the Others podcast. I am your host, Joshua Church. Grateful to have you with us. New episodes are dropping every Wednesday and Sunday, so be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you can get the notification when a new episode comes out. And give me a follow on Instagram at Joshua Dean Church to catch different clips and highlights that I post. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, you find something that might be valuable, please be sure to share it with a friend who also might be into it so that together we can continue to grow our tribe of others. Today, I'm pumped to bring you a great conversation with my friend Aisha Sarah. Aisha is the founder and CEO of Grow the Social, which is a branding and PR agency based out of Los Angeles, California. She's also a business coach, social media influencer, model, and speaker. She's extremely passionate about inspiring others through her various online platforms to empower and educate them, and has spoken globally, hosted events, and worked with iconic brands such as Nike, Bumble, Sportsnet, CTV News Canada, and the Toronto Blue Jays, to name a few. Above all that, she's honestly one of the most genuine and kind people that I know. We had a great convo around all things high performance, her tips on building a network authentically, moving from Canada to LA, building your personal brand, and self-care. Give her a follow on IG at Aisha Sarah, and be sure to check out her podcast, Coffee and a Good Vibe. She has an epic show with some incredible guests that she brings on. Without further ado, hope you enjoy the show. Beautiful. So good. So good. I love that. (laughs) You know, we all forget to breathe. We do forget to breathe. breathe. Yeah. You know, there's, I was just talking about this the other day, but there's a new term called laptop apnea. I learned this from a podcast guest I had not too long ago. You know, sleep apnea where you like forget to breathe in your sleep. Yeah. It's people working on their laptops and forgetting to breathe. Phone apnea too. Yeah, straight up. (laughs) So anytime we can take some deep breaths, it's always a good good reminder and good way. But it's great to see you. Thank you for having me in your beautiful home here. Thank you for coming down. Oh, yeah. You came. Easy. Easy. You need to be back in LA. Uh, I think you need to be here every day. I think you need to be in San Diego. Personally, I have this uh, this good thing with my friends where we say all roads lead to San Diego, and we do like a rhetorical question. So, both from San Diego. Oh no, all my friends who are not from San Diego, we do this. If you ask any of my friends, where do all roads lead to? San Diego. So that's that's the place. That's the place. Hey, I actually don't because I'm not an LA native, so I'm like I'm open to it. I know. Yeah. And how long have you been in LA now? Uh, a year and a half. With okay. The, yeah. A year and a year half. And a half. I was, when you met me though, like yeah. that was like, I wasn't living here. Right. Right. I was like spending time. Yeah. Back and forth. Yeah. The visa. 
Yeah. And what was like, what prompted the move? Was it always a dream to live in LA? Always. Really? I feel like everyone, everyone <laughs> dreams to live in LA, especially yeah. from where I'm from Yeah. in Canada. It's so cold. And it was always, always such a big dream to live out here. And obviously, um, dreams don't just happen. It took a lot of hard work, especially like when you live in another country and then there's the visas and right. all that. Anyone who's like from another country in LA who are in the States in general who I've connected with, we all have these crazy like immigration stories. Yeah. Cause it's definitely, it definitely yeah. tests you. If you can get through the immigration process and like legally get your status and have your visa or your green card and get approved, like, you know, you, you've earned your, yes, your time here. Your so like, it's like, it makes it so worthwhile living here though. Yeah. I think I enjoy it more cause I worked so hard to be yeah. here. Like, for sure. Well, my my mom and my my aunt and her whole side of the family, they were in Canada for like eight years before they were able to get their papers to come down Are to the you, U.S. Wait, is your mom Canadian? She's Moroccan. And wow. then she moved to Canada and then Canada down to the U.S. But it was like an eight year process. They're out in Montreal. Wow. Yeah. So I, I definitely get that. And she says the same thing all the time. And then your 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 dad's American. They met. Yes. Okay. The last name church. McDonald's and McDonald's eating flip flop wearing is uh, American. Wait, did as your it mom gets. move from Montreal to L.A.? No, no, no. She moved to Philadelphia where mm. she met my dad there. Yeah. And that's when they got together. Um, she was selling a car phone. At the, she was an entrepreneur. She started a business with her brother and siblings, uh, a, a digital t digital company. They were selling um, car phones, basically, and helping people with digital stuff. And wow. yeah, and my godfather went in and bought a car phone from my mom and went to my dad and said, hey, there's this hottie that's selling car phones. Like, you got to go buy a car phone from her. And my dad went and, you know, the rest is history and I'm here. Oh, <laughs> so, my God. Now I'm like, want to interview you. I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, exactly, so then exactly, my next right. question I already have, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you're on, like, podcasting with the podcast. I know. Exactly. I have, like, I the love next it. questions. I, I'm like, I know. I just shut up. <laughs> I, I love what you're doing with Coffee and a Good Vibe. I love what Thank you're doing with the podcast. You. I really do love the solo content as well. Thank more you. of that how have you been having that have you been having fun with that how have you been finding that yeah i thank you so much tuna it's so yeah. awesome to be on your show because i feel like i've been doing so many interviews yeah like two to three a week because wow. a lot of people like who who maybe like consume podcasts like so much goes into that right and especially to make it consistent and and scheduling guests like everyone has busy schedules yeah so I end up booking a lot of like episodes just so I always have like we're always editing and have that like schedule mm -hmm, down. But mm -hmm. um, just with the podcast, I feel like as a host, I, I got in this tendency of like, oh, the podcast is meant for me to interview other people's stories. And then right. it's so cool that over the time of like sharing a podcast, you get like that feedback from people who resonate with the host and are like, oh, but like, what's your story? Yeah. Or like, yeah, yeah but what do you do? Or and then you start doing like a couple solos and then people are they really gravitate towards it yeah and that's like now a whole new emphasis for the show and you we were talking about it prior to this it's like getting vulnerable and getting more real is now the the next step for me and like seeing how i i don't just like make a solo episode because i'm supposed to for branding or yeah, like algorithm yeah, <laughs> yeah and like oh it's good to have that dynamic and scheduling it's easier no but like how can i make a solo episode where i push myself beyond the limit and mm. share something because we know like i'm not saying this in a negative way like social media and like content it's saturated now yeah and like 
I, I think about that too when I'm like looking at other podcasts. I'm like, wow, there's so many podcasts and there's a podcast for everything. Right. There's like a billion mindset podcasts. There's like a yeah. billion business podcasts, but it's like, what's going to differentiate your your episode makes someone listen and I think it's like sharing the content that people are scared to share. Yeah. But sharing it from like that place that you want to serve and add value. Right. And give others permission to do the same. Yeah. It's just like a permission game. Like <laughs> It's so true. It's and I've been talking about that with um my producer and mm-hmm. like she has been she when we were talking about some like v- really vulnerable topics to share, I was like, I can't do that. And yeah. she's like, Well, do you want to make this a top one hundred podcast or do you not Ooh. like how big do you want to yeah. grow the show? And it's so crazy because that's what I feel like is so needed. Yeah. For sure. Especially and I'm curious to get your input on this because you're in the social media spray space. You're you know, your agency grow mm. the social, which is I mean, it's amazing how far that's come Thank and it's you. cool to see the evolutions of it as it evolves with you, but you're in the space, you work with a lot of influencers, you work with a lot of different brands. How do you see the role of vulnerability and authenticity? How do you see that leading forward? I love this question. And I think it, it, okay, so with social media, especially right now, I've been even seeing this trend because I'm like an analytic freak. Yeah. And I've been seeing this trend too with influencers in the past who are like big names, post the really aesthetic photos, the the photo shoots, the the perfect body, the perfect mm-hmm. feed. And like, that's great. It always does well. But what differentiates that from growing and scaling into a brand where people actually care and yeah. want to convert in, like they don't lose audience. Like they just always like grow and they don't actually lose audience. It's it's going that extra mile and giving people a reason to care and sharing more about you because I think that now more than ever, just with the more platforms there are and the more people creating content, um, I've actually seen this trend with like people in the space who I've followed who are influencers who are losing followers because Interesting. they're kind of like just continuing to post the same like pretty content, pretty selfies with because it uh, gets brand. likes because they yeah. know yeah, but people are unfollowing that stuff now because like. They're numb to it, I think. That's kind of cool. Like, it kind of makes me happy to hear in a yeah. way because it's forcing people to actually be more real. Yeah. And like put out something that's going to make people want to come back yeah. to you. And yeah. then also just like not another thing like on that note too with just being vulnerable. And I'll, I'll share this because I feel like I'm going through it too. It's like right. the fact of it, like, you know how it's like a harder time to grow as the platforms get busier and and there's more people putting out content it's also just like knowing that like the people you are growing mm-hmm. with like even if 20 people watch your story that's 20 people who you're impacting in such a profound way totally. and like shifting that mindset is so key mm-hmm. right with how you're approaching social media because there's like the one element of like i'm playing this dance right now with like okay i want to be more vulnerable than Two, it's like you're more vulnerable and then it doesn't get as many likes. It's like the pretty picture. And that's just like you got to think about, okay, but the people who you're going to hit home with. And I, this is what happens to me so much with the podcast. I Like I think when you care about something so much mm. and you have such a big goal, you want it yesterday. Yeah. And with the podcast, I'm like, oh, but I want the 20,000 downloads today. But then I, I lose sight of like the five DMs I received of people being like, honestly, you just – like made me feel like I can make something out of mm. this time that I'm going through. And it's like, you hear those messages and I have like goosebumps saying this because I'm just calling myself on my own shit and then I'll still get in my head and be like, oh, but you don't have 20 yeah, downloads. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's certainly humbling to get those. And and I, I find from what I've found, it's like 
it's almost there's almost a correlation. It's like you could get the higher engagement or likes, but it'll be a shallower like you won't get those reach outs of actual impact yeah. or when there's less, you're actually going to get more people privately reaching out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the numbers thing is a trip. And I like that you call that out because I always think I, I had a friend of mine, I think, tell me if you picture whatever numbers you're thinking, if you picture that amount of people in a room, it changes the way you think about it. So like, oh, so much. right. <laughs> it's like if you think about even if you get a hundred downloads or a hundred people to comment or like or whatever it is, like think about a hundred people in a room. That's a lot of people. I know. It's so crazy to think about that. Think about that. Lindsay, who was on my podcast, said that like 300 people in a room. Like, could you imagine? Yeah. And like, I think we, I do this too. So yeah, like easy. whenever I like say things like this, like I always preface like even on my show, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm like talking to myself. I'm literally like taking myself through therapy That's session right. because like I'll get in my head about like, oh, my, my story reach was so low today. And it's like, but what if you shift the mindset, even if it was 10 people, like 10 people listen to what you said. Right. So that is crazy. And like naturally too, on that note of like, the, sh the shallow content and then the more content that provokes feeling and emotion naturally it's just inevitable that like you're sharing from that heart-centered place and it's coming from such a strong why and mm. purpose and it's serving it's just natural that like it's gonna shift right and then that content that's provoking yeah. the emotion is naturally gonna spiral and scale and this content is gonna be like whatever yeah Ooh, I like and that. And that, that's just going to gather a month. Like, think about, like, the people we look up to in this space. Like, a person for me is, like, Jay Shetty. Yeah. And his content, I love it. And I'm like, I want to share it. Like, he inspires me so much to share that kind of content in, reflected in my own life. And uh, his numbers are crazy. Mm. Just shows you, too, though, like, I know we're only seeing him now, but, like, he served from somewhere. He's been doing it that's for right. so many years. That's right. That's why I love podcasting. It's you hear cool. the journey. Yeah, for sure. Like Joe Rogan's been doing his podcast for what, 12 years. But they only see the Yeah, you see the, the Spotify. Million Dave Portnoy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's like God, especially yeah. through COVID and everything he's doing and all the the social media light. I know like good and bad. I think yeah. he's amazing with everything he's doing. I agree. And I really respect him on like the brand side too. And um, just like he used to get laughed at if you go back in the day to like what he was doing mm. with Barstool. People laughed at him. Yeah. But like, like look who's laughing now. Right. He stuck with it. It was resilient in that yeah. way. Yeah. I, what do you think about this? Like, how do you see, how do you define what a brand is? I'm really curious to get your input on that. Ooh, a brand, I guess in any capacity, personal, because yeah. people are your own brand. I think a brand is something that stands for something and is known for something. And it's like, it's almost like a feeling and an emotion. Like when you see that brand, you get all that. You get the feeling, you get the emotion, mm. you get the taste, you get the smell, you get everything. And that's what a brand is to me. Um, and that's a personal brand. That's a consumer. Brand. That goes for anyone. Yeah. I think because I work with like, with the agency, specifically personal brands, um, that really like fascinates me too, how personal brands, and it's really cool, can scale so much faster than a consumer facing. And it's Why because- Why do you think that is? I almost think it's because yeah. <laughs> of, it's easier for like that person to like share content that evokes emotion and everyone buys on emotion, they make actions on emotion. And with a personal brand, mm. like when it's a face, people connect to that right off the bat versus- when I did a lot of consulting with consumer facing, it's like, okay, how do we like get this Tumblr to have evoke emotions and make people care about this Tumblr? Mm. It's like a little bit like you have to get more sophisticated, I think, with your branding, but a person can just be human and yeah. use that as their 
selling. Yeah, I really like that. And it's interesting because everybody has a personal brand, whether mm -hmm. you consider yourself an influencer, a content creator or not. Yeah. You have a personal brand. What are your thoughts on that? Do you see that too? Yeah, everyone and like everyone is a is their own brand essentially, yeah. especially in this like digital age. Right. But um I totally um think that like even with founders of companies, you might see that like trend too. Uh and it's in in the right way like companies that have a founder are now branding themselves because they find that this is like so true with some of my mentors, like they have clothing brands. Uh, one of my mentors, D, he has a clothing brand, but has five actually, or maybe even more right now because <laughs> he launched more through COVID. But anyway, he really emphasized, I think about a year ago, his personal brand. And he's like, wow, it's scaling for my, my consumer facing brands because people are now caring about him, his wife, his family life. He's just sharing so much mm -hmm. and also providing value. And like, there's all that element of how he's building his brand, but um, people are converting and wanting to buy from all of his brands. And it's so crazy how like he's saying how that as actually serving his businesses so much more. Mm. So what with your brand, what is the feeling or emotion that Ooh. you want people to get that taste of? What's the taste, smell, touch, emotion? Oh, I love that. I OK, so I don't know. I know this is like different to everyone, but, yeah. you know, like home. Mm. I actually was just thinking about this yesterday. I don't know where this download came, but you know, like that feeling of home Yeah. and it doesn't have to be like your actual home. Cause like, I can't go home to Canada right. right now, but like sometimes you get that feeling of home when you're around certain people mm. or you eat something and you can't even like put your finger on it. Like sometimes you'll just like see an old friend from a while. And like, I didn't know like, Oh, I would feel like home with that person, but you just get that like yeah. feeling of home. Yeah. That's like what I like really I'm hopefully cultivating and like that's the goal too. Like I love with everything I want to launch with like more of the solo episodes yeah. and the YouTube content and the vulnerable content I'm trying to get out and then the community stuff that I want to do events. That's like a right, goal. Right. Uh, I want people to feel a sense of like home and belonging. Secure. Yeah. Because I think that especially with COVID, like personally, I was alone. Like I live alone. It was a kind of a scary time and I am a very positive person. But I definitely felt those moments. Luckily, like I feel very grateful that I know you and I are very similar. We have those tools in our toolkit and you're such an amazing because you are, are literally one of the people who are always giving those tools to people and be like, guys, use this. Right. If you feel low, you could do this. Like I love that. And I love studying and like absorbing content like that. So luckily, like when those things did happen, like those negative emotions or those feelings of loneliness through COVID, because I'm human, yeah. um, happened, I kind of like pull those things out. I would journal, I would write out how I'm feeling right. and then release that emotion. But the crazy thing is, is like not a lot of people have those toolkits or that awareness of it. And I, it scares me because like, I, I don't want anyone to feel like that. Yeah. Because it you go down a dark spiral of like negative things. And I don't want anyone to feel like that. Especially when you know that there's tools that are so effective to it shifting that and everything. to being able to see the value in that experience rather than like dwelling, living there, but be able to see the value and opportunity in that. So true. And it takes like, it could be like one thing, right? Yeah. That can completely like change someone's life. What's one thing that has changed your life in that way? One tool perhaps? Ooh, honestly, so straight up yeah. journaling. Yeah. So, and I'm so basic Great. with this. I buy in bulk like amazon basics journals because i'm so passionate about just having a blank page but then i like having like a journal where all the pages are together yeah um and i just buy these like simple like 
black Amazon basics hardcover notebooks and I write out everything. I have like a, now I have like a, I guess I, I have a structured routine because I, I went over that in a YouTube video because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's break this down so I can actually like say it. But I have just blank pages and every day I write every morning and it's so crazy because like before that was a tool. So it was like something I'd be like, okay, let's just use this. Right. But now it's like a non-negotiable and I can write for hours. So but then cool. I always feel amazing after. Yeah. And just that journaling, writing out intentions, affirmations, and I'm big on scripting. Yeah. So like you write out your goals <laughs> as is. I'm just laughing because I see the note to self oh, you behind you. I'm big I'm scripting and affirmations. affirmations. I'm strong. Yeah. I'm confident, powerful. I love so, it. It's all your subconscious programming. <laughs> yeah. Because if you get into it, like a lot of the things that hold us back is that like wiring and we need to wire our brains the other way. And the thing is, it's like, okay, Josh and I were just talking about this. Like you can get triggers and you need to be so strong in that wiring. And it's every day. Like even with like the, that's why I write it out every single day because it can, you can have input come in or someone could say something to you or like you have family members who will put their beliefs onto you. Like, oh, you can never make over that amount of money or you can't do that. Are you kidding? And like those things can all affect you. And then we don't do that work. Like those tools utilize them daily then we're not going to yeah. be able to like make it a something that's right. like our reality and our truth. Well, yeah. And I, I love that because for me, I'm, I'm with you there on the journaling. It helps me process those things. And then it, what it does is it's like the alchemy process of taking the, like the pokes of life yeah. where life's like poking and triggering you and then transforming that. It's like that process of transforming those pokes and triggering into value into mm. wisdom into growth and breakthrough that is the growth that you've asked for it's like you ask for the growth you ask for the things and then you just get poked a bunch like dang it why am i getting poked it's yeah. like oh this is how you're getting what you've asked for mm. so journaling's big i like that as a tool too that's it's and there's so many ways to do it too yeah. so that's the other thing like i feel like there's so many people in the space who are like you need to journal like this but it's like now you don't you just do whatever feels good to you because i was listening to another i'm such a big content person yeah. I was listening to another podcast when this um this girl who was like leading the podcast was talking about like when she feels an emotion okay I tried it and it did not work for me and this is why I'm saying this because like you don't have to adopt everything as like oh that's the way but she was saying like when she feels anxious she writes down I am anxious I am anxious I am anxious on a paper until it kind of like releases yeah and I was feeling so Whoa. overwhelmed and I was on a run and I was listening to this podcast and I was like maybe I'm gonna try this when I go home like running and then I went home and I could not do it I felt more anxious so, so I'm saying like if you're listening yeah it's like there's so many tools. So like this one does not seem appealing. Then screw it. Right. Don't do it. And I always say this like whenever I like share something, I'm like, but if this doesn't feel in alignment, like feel don't feel like you have to do it. Take what works and leave the there's rest. There's so many ways out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, something I wanted to ask you about because uh, one of the things that you inspire me the most with is your ability to like genuinely connect with people. And I think so that that's, sweet. yeah, I, I think a it's a, too, for sure, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Yes. And that's why I've loved connecting with you. Uh, but you are like an amazing connector. And and I think that you, you connect from a very like selfless way and you've been able to network and meet amazing people and, and really build what seems like amazing relationships. What, what's your philosophy on relationship building or networking? Ooh, that's such a good question because I feel like so many people um 
and it's such an energy thing like as crazy as that sounds it's such an energy thing because people can smell it i can smell it too i get it a lot like people who want to network and then they really just want to like pick my brain to get something and like they don't even know they just need something yeah and i think like the way you have to approach it and i love that you said this to me like in our conversation we were just catching up before about the long game and i think my biggest thing is like approach networking as like relationship building but Mm. long game because like i know with like dating you're not just gonna like you want to get to know someone i would think and like actually like enjoy time with them like go out to dinner like do different things and i would approach networking like taking the long game approach and like it even I, I know we live in a world where people really are like transactional and I hate that. And I think like I've never like approached it that way. I've always approached it like relationships first. Like how can I just approach this as like a friend and like mm. build a genuine relationship? Because then when I've only approached things like that and then it just naturally, I'm not even joking, yeah. you end up talking about things of like business. And then it's so crazy how that energy of approaching it I, you go with that like intent, that selfless intent to just like make, have a genuine connection and relationship yeah. and inevitably faster too, you can get what you want business wise or you can talk business, but because your intent is to help them and they help you, like yeah. it's just such a different energy exchange. Right. So I would say like straight up though, um, even if like you don't have that, if you're trying to like try to figure out that, that energy and that takes like, I guess a little bit more time to like get down with with the energy you're going to approach every relationship with i would say just like go at it longer term like just baseline like don't go meet someone ever and just ask for something like just like actually just focus on like building a relationship and i know people are are like networking for the purpose of getting something so that's why i'm not going to say like oh i know you're not going to ask for something but focus on like yeah yeah building that relationship so much like i i feel like i've never growing up like i i'm like so close to my parents and like they're always very selfless people i know that comes with other habits where in business that didn't serve me just being like having to learn a lot of lessons like i feel like that's why i invested in you guys with xander because right. i i literally would just get like abused on right, sales calls. advantage of yeah so i feel like that's like it's a blessing and a curse but then the other side it's like I don't know, since growing up, like whenever we have company over, like there's so many manners my parents instilled in me. Mm-hmm. So I think that comes over with like just relationships too with how I approach it. I, I never ask though. That's my issue too that can come like, you know, when you need help, yeah. then you don't ask it. So I guess everything's like a double end. It is. It totally Because <laughs> like is. I'm like good in that element, but then I'm like when I have to ask for something, I don't. Really? Like say like you need like something that's not like, I don't know, like you have a... I don't know. I can't think of an example. Like you want someone to share something Mm -hmm. or like you launch something or you have a book and you, I don't know, whatever it is. I just feel so bad to ask. Yeah. And that probably comes from like all other issues, but. Right. Well, where I I learned, I was working with a mentor around this idea of of guilt and where guilt comes from is this idea that I'm causing someone more pain than pleasure by doing something. So it's like, I'll feel guilty asking. Like, I don't want to ask because I don't want to like inconvenience them or cause Mm. them pain. But then I I feel the same way too, because I'm very much like you. But then I think about this person would probably get a lot of pleasure from helping me. Like they would probably love the opportunity to help me. So I'm going to ask so I can give them the opportunity to help because I know that probably is going to fill them up. And then that's such a good way. And like another thing I've been listening to a lot is 
it's so crazy when you lean into personal development, you kind of like shine a light on areas of yourself that you need to fix or like tendencies that if I wasn't exposed to these conversations or these people, Mm -hmm. I would never have known because I'd just be living in this whole area. But another thing I've noticed about myself and this is where it gets good. Like I'm practicing being vulnerable, like sharing all the things that I do wrong. Because Maybe if you're listening you resonate with it too. And you're like, I do that too. And then we can grow together. And we're human. Yes. Because <laughs> like straight up, right? No one's perfect. And like a thing that I always do, and it's like a habit that I know it's not actually self-serving is I bounce compliments back. Yes. I don't know if you do that, but like someone's like, oh, you're pretty. I'm like, oh, you're so pretty. <laughs> I do it so much. And I'm just calling my shit out because it's so important to receive it. Yes. Because then when you, I was listening to this from a, a podcast, she was like, when you don't receive the compliment and say like, thank you so much. Like I received that. Thank you. And when you don't do that, the person who you bounce it back was just like, oh, maybe they're like they just feel awkward. I don't know exactly what she said. So I'm just gonna say she you did. rob them of the opportunity to give. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I, should, oh I was God. talking about that on a little. Uh, do women do that more? I don't know. Like in your experience dating, like if yeah. you were like, oh, like you're beautiful. I think women I guess do that more with each other, from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, men don't give compliments <laughs> to other men. I would say no. I would say that paradigm shifting. I think. I believe. I hope. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I really really with do the think masculine. So. I've seen a lot more books and content out on like yeah. masculinity and like yes, yeah. the empowered masculine. Yeah. This is the age that we're shifting into. That's yeah. like the vulnerable. There's incredible strength and vulnerability, and it's mm. easy to forget that. But like it's it requires so much more strength to be vulnerable to surrender. Like there's so much strength yeah. in that. Where it feels like it's the opposite, like you know, you don't show emotion, don't you know, yeah, don't don't let your guard down. But it's like that takes the most strength to do, and I, and, I, and that makes sense, right? That's a concept that makes sense, and I think is making sense to a lot more men mm. as well, and giving them permission to to be real with things. I know it's so cool. There's a lot of like male thought leaders yeah. who are coming out with so much content on that. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting. I was actually going to buy um, Justin Baldoni. He's coming out with a book in April and it's like, I forget what it's called, but I want to buy that yeah. book. And it's all about masculinity Ooh, and like the other, uh, I don't know the name. Like I know Lewis House came out with a book, The yep. Mask of Masculinity. Yep. But I think as a female, it like reveals so much mm. too to help you like understand men better yeah definitely does so you run your agency you work and on the podcast and your personal brand how do you have time like when do you sleep when do you eat how do you have time for these other relationships i'm like huge on systems yes and i know you're the same like because i think health is wealth so i have non-negotiables and i'm very passionate about that because like I think the busier we are, the more of a necessity needed is to double down on our making sure we're eating enough food and fueling ourselves with the right nutrition and, and, and getting our workouts in and sleeping enough. Like it's so crazy. I think like I've, I was learning this a lot too. One thing I'm really grateful for and blessed about is like ever since I had, it was a young age, like I always loved fitness and I was exposed to that at a young age. So I'm very grateful. Like that's always been a, a like a habit in my life mm-hmm. um and then like i used to do fitness competitions so like right. that whole like journey served so much in the sense of like keeping health and wellness such a staple but i definitely think like the fact that i know like entrepreneurs and people listening who have a side hustle or like want to do all the things it's so much more important to like know yourself and and make sure that like the things that are going to fulfill your cup are done in your day because if you don't then you actually don't have the energy to 
pour onto others and actually show up. And I feel like that so much. Like if I don't wake up at like I wake up at 530 and if mm. I don't like get my workout in before the day and have like my non-negotiable morning routine, like I actually I'm going to be less productive throughout the day. Like I don't miss those things. And I think it's so much about like self-awareness. Yeah, for sure. And does journaling help you with that process as well? Yeah, self-awareness? I have like a whole like set morning routine yeah. and like that fires me up for the day because in that morning routine, I like I ha- I do like my journaling, my visualization, meditation, um, like workout. Yeah. And I do all my like supplements, all my like necessary. I have all these like morning. Aubrey Marcus says like morning cocktails. Yeah. I have like my like my gut health drinks I make and then my coffee. I love my coffee in the morning. And like, do you love a good vibe in the morning as well? Love it all the time. <laughs> good vibe all the time. All the time. And like I that my morning is like probably the most like it's non-negotiable. Like that's like a staple. There's other things in my routine and my schedule that I will implement. Like I call my, my parents every single day. Like I'm so close with my mom and I make sure I give her a call every single day, but then I'll like double that always with a walk. Mm. So like I always make sure I get, especially through COVID, I get over, I'm crazy with my steps, but now it's like a flow. Like if I don't get my steps, I'm crazy, but I'll just do like you make systems. So like now if I have like a certain type of call, I do it on feet. That's right. And it's like, I, you just come up with like, you know yourself and like, then you know what time you need to go to bed at. And then you know what time you need to eat at. Yeah. And I think from competing, it was so different. But now I like know like I when I need to eat in the morning. And some people like intermittent fasting. For me, I train fasted. So then I like to eat breakfast mm-hmm. but i know for males it's different it, and it work and intermittent fasting actually serves you guys so much better but for a female um i know females do it but um from a hormonal perspective too it's about like working with your cortisol our bodies females Shout our bodies out to females though our bodies are crazy seriously <laughs> seriously i was listening to some like content on this where we could be doing all the right things like eating right and eating a strict diet too and your body will actually like hold on to fat in certain areas so it's all about like dialing down your your, your body your body knows like your body's just like screw your, your you your body girl. nurtures and creates life like yeah. what else is there it's like you need to feed us more like you just need to um, i think also that comes with self-care too yeah that's something i've been struggling with is self-care and like creating boundaries for myself to have Self-care. How? Because it sounds like you you are very diligent about these non-negotiables. What else does self-care look like for, for you? For me, so those are like great self-care. Like I feel like they're like systems to set me up. Yeah. But for me, like the biggest thing I've been like trying to put more into my schedule is like time to just like be, yeah. you know, like yeah. watch a movie. Like mm-hmm. I never do that. Like I never like sit down and, and be like, okay, I'm going to stop work. I always like try to be productive. Yeah. And like even if it's like a Friday night. I'll be like, there's so many things you can be editing for the podcast. There's right. so many feed things you can be planning. There's, oh, you can go research outreach for PR. Like there's so many. And I that's a battle. And like self-care would actually be like giving yourself the self-love and self-respect mm. that you deserve. And I was talking about this in my podcast that hasn't gone out, but I was like, so crazy. Self-care is like so branded by the media that it's getting a manicure, getting a facial, getting, and it is that, but it's also could just be going outside and putting not being on a call right. and me just looking out at, at the sun yeah. or like I was one of my girlfriends who's a sound healer and she like made me go touch trees and I was yeah. like what do you mean you're touching a tree like she's just like do you ever just be I'm like no because when I'm walking I'm like walking somewhere and I'm on the call I'm being yeah. productive 
I feel that big time. So that's a big, that's a recent realization. I think in the past month and a half, I've been like, holy shit. Um, and I, I think with my eye, I like, if anyone's seen the video, I have a, like an eye infection that like, it was a sty that like got really bad and, um, stress can like make it Mm. worse and prolong it. And it's been so long and it was such an eye opening thing because (laughs) when I had the the week, oh my God, yeah. (laughs) that's so crazy i was such an eye-opening experience because um the first like bit of this eye infection it was like swollen shut so you had no excuse but to slow down and when i'm like sitting there with like an ice pack because that was like when i was icing down the swelling on the couch like so mad i was just like the universe is like making me slow down because my schedule my google cal was like crazy and I was just like, wow, this is happening for me. Like, I should yeah. just say thank you because clearly, like, if I didn't, I feel like the universe, like, sometimes we don't learn the lesson. The universe is like, okay, you didn't learn the lesson. So your eyes going to be up. swollen. <laughs> so now you have to hold an ice pack to it and you got to lay back. Yeah. And I, I had to cancel so many things that week because now I'm like, yes, I know I'm still dealing with it, but like, life's is normal. I just wear my glasses and stuff. But that was like, pretty bad <laughs> like that yeah. was like i was it was hurting too and yeah it was painful but yeah i'm just saying like listen to the signs right I guess. thank you like it's so fun very cheeky the universe is cheeky in the way that it works yeah. like that it's just like it's gonna give you the lesson it's gonna and then you can be like thank you because you probably wouldn't be having this conversation or thinking about yourself or slowing mm-hmm. down if it wasn't if you weren't literally forced to do that thing yeah i started making a list in my journal of all the things i could do to slow down yeah. and like one of the things i'm just gonna say another example because i don't yeah. know if anyone's like like me but when i'm like go 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 in work day i usually like don't like to eat lunch um just because like i'll eat like a later breakfast and then um but even when i am eating like a late breakfast i have I'll just like be really quick and I'll be like, eat the food quickly. Like I eat, like I like to eat really healthy. Like I love my, like Zeke, I know like what foods I like and I like to eat like foods that are going to keep me energized, but I'll like eat them really fast and like get back to work. But the thing, like an example of like self-care there, it's like take a minute because honestly with like you just like slowing down and eating the food and like being present, it actually will affect your cortisol and your weight. (laughs) It's crazy because with, with the whole like digestive system and like the more reading I've done with that, you can't eat in a stress and anxious space because you could even be eating a salad or like broccoli and it will like make you have an upset stomach or mm. bloat you or make you feel even increase. Like you might actually have weight loss trouble because you're eating in a stress state and that's self-care to actually take that time to yes. like, that's the thing about self-care that I've been like really thinking about. It's like not just like going to a spa. It's not. And it's not like going to a spa like once a month. Like that's not self-care. It's those micro moments. Yeah. Like going in the sun for five minutes. Yeah. Actually eating food and being present with like we eat. They're always doing something. When I was thinking about that, I was like, shit, I don't do that. Yeah. Like I'm not present with it. Or like I'm like on Instagram, like doing something and I'm not like present with it. Yeah. It's so crazy. It really, it's insane. Uh, I love that idea of that self-care. And, and for me, something that I've done that's been just absolutely transformative is first off, remember that we're called human beings, not human doings. Yeah. Like that's when it's like we're human beings, like we can have permission to be a bit more. But I do digital detox for 24 hours every okay, week. Okay, I love that you do yeah. that. You do that every week? Every week, yeah. And it comes from my religion and Judaism, Shabbat. I love that. Every Saturday you unplug. 
does this every, is a tradition. Well, not everyone does. Not that. everybody does it. I'm like, I have the, a lot of Jewish friends. For sure, who the don't people do that. that the people that are really religious or absor- observant that. have done it for four thousand years. So, can we just go into takeaways of that? I would love to hear. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like every week, every you week do Friday, it. I wrap up usually around five or six or whenever as early as possible, and I will literally shut down my computer. I will power off my phone and I'll put them away. So no texting, no, no texting, nothing. no nothing, no social media. At first, I started as just social media. Like mm-hmm. I'll do 24 hour social media detox because I don't want to be like scrolling seven days a week. And it led to just being like, that was fun being off social. Like I didn't miss anything to like, let me go on airplane mode, but I'll set my phone in case I need and call an Uber. And then I'm like wow. completely off. And it's fun because like if I'm making plans, if I make plans to get together for coffee on Saturday, like we're going to make plans Friday and I, you know, cause you've we're going to show up. Before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I have done that. That's right. So um, it's been a really, it's been a really powerful thing for me because it gives me that like wow. space of like, cool, here's a day where I can breathe. And then the best part is that come Saturday night, Sunday morning, when I plug back in, like I'm ready to go. Okay. This sounds like crazy. Like what do you find yourself doing? Just being like, honestly, I I, just connecting with people. The whole purpose of that holiday is it's the holiest holiday in the religion and it happens every single week. And the whole idea is to like disconnect from the world, stop working and then reconnect with your every everyone needs to do that. I agree. I agree. It's been it's been so powerful for me where like, okay, it's now a non-negotiable my life self-care where I can't see myself not doing it. And um, so, so, you know, it's, it's hanging out with friends. It's going on a hike. It's just like drinking coffee, reading a book in the morning. It's connecting with people watching a movie. Do you think you have so much more time? It's absurd the way that it shifts and skews your time. Because like I'll find myself straight up like I'm about to do something and then I click on Instagram and then I'm on a story and then 15 minutes. Like it's like imagine we didn't even have that. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So that, that's interesting, and and, I'm, and I love that perspective that you shared on that because like you, you're someone that is a high performer, that is you've got your systems and routine dialed in. I'm like, how can I be even more productive? Right, even just with the podcast everything. element. Like yeah. whenever I'm on a walk, I'm like, this is time I could be. Um, I'm huge on like vo- like voice noting mm-hmm. instead of replying to text, like so I can do that on a walk and like double that and like get all my texts cleared because those can get mm-hmm. overwhelming. And then. I was just like, with this whole I thing, I think I just got realization. I was like, my walks aren't even stress-free anymore. They're kind of like, I come back in from a walk that was supposed to be a break and I feel like the same, but except I walked. (laughs) Like I actually just like, when you go out and you actually don't touch your phone and like even, even just listening to music instead of like having that for me programming, like, oh, I should listen to a podcast because that's more, um, Growth in yeah. uh, music. I'm like, screw that. Like, listen to music if you want to listen to music. Listen to nothing. And like, it's crazy how that can fulfill you so much yeah, more. Yeah, definitely. Giving yourself permission to take a break. Like, that's self care. That's self love, baby. Big, that's the biggest self love. Yeah. Right there. I love that. So, yeah. um, when did you decide? Because you're on this path. Like, you're, you're, you are, as I say on the, the podcast, find the others. Like, you are one of the others that is, mm. that is seeking growth, that is seeking fulfillment as well. And I think that's the, that's the differentiator is that you're not just seeking the growth and building and ambitious and building the business and doing all the things, but you're also curious and exploring and, and prioritizing self care and being human and being vulnerable, yeah. all the different tools. At what point in your life, like, did you, jumped into that pool or did you take a dive off the deep end? Oh, I love that. I would definitely say that it was like 
so gradual because uh, I started getting into personal development. Like I know some people have that moment. Yeah. They're like, one day I lost my job and then I did yeah. this or like I had this moment where I got out of this relationship and I was like, oh, hell no, this isn't serving me. For me, it was just very gradual. And I think that like new level, new devil, as you keep evolving mm. in your life and you keep getting to the next level and the next level, you need to just evolve and be a better version of you. Otherwise, you're not going to like – surpass that level like we were saying like when you scale a business when you scale into even like a relationship relationships that are conscious relationships like with a partner they should be like yeah. work in a positive way like growth right uh, where you guys can both like grow together and like see where you both can improve because no one's ever wrong when you have a fight it's like how can we both learn and grow and I think that um with my own journey that's kind of how it evolved um just from like competing I started I remember from, that's just like the time of my life where I started listening to podcasts because I remember when I was doing competing in shows and I was in school, I just was like, wow, the people around me are kind of negative. Like I'm doing this yeah. big goal and everyone's so mean because I had like some kind of like not good energy given, right? Like you're at a campus at school and like um, that's just like when I turned into podcasts and then I remember I started listening to Lewis Howes yeah. at like a young age. And then you go down like the rabbit hole. And I'll say like back then, like I tried to journal. I did different things. And then you just keep evolving. And then I think like that domino just kept going. And then it just mm. ended up being like to the point where now it's at where it is. But I'm sure in a year from now, who knows? I might be like a keto on this, yeah, on that. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'll, where I'll be. But like it. I think, yeah, new levels you have to keep Ooh, growing. New level, new devil. I really like that. That's so true. I love these like little terms. Yeah, the bumper sticker slogans, yeah. as Matthew McConaughey says. Have you read that book, Green Lights? I haven't read it, but the I want to get the audio book. Yeah, because yeah, his voice. Yeah, I did the audio book. It was phenomenal. I buzzed through it so quickly. No way. Okay, I got to do that. Yes. It's like on the list. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun one. Um, that's it, It's so funny because I ask that question to a lot of people, most people I bring on the show, and it, it's a similar answer to where it's like you're just kind of taking the next step, the next step, and all of a sudden you look back and you're like, whoa, there's been some quantum shifts here. Oh, I love but that. But in the moment, yeah. it just feels like the next indicated step. You're like, I, I always say like follow the breadcrumbs. You've heard me say this before. Ooh, it's like yes. you listen to podcasts and they tell you about this thing. Ooh, that's interesting. Let me go check out that thing. Oh, they mentioned this person. Like That's like it's really like the journey I'm on with gut health. Really? I'm like what journey super are you on with gut health? passionate about like I'm just always like I'm really passionate about health and like I think from competing I really abused my body mm. in not a good way um like viewing food and food is nutrients but when you yeah. when I competed and I was counting my macros I from a younger age like 17 I started looking at food as like not nutrients but like that's 30 grams of carb that's right. 30 grams of sugar and like um uh, stuff I have to talk like I've been really realizing like I need to talk about this yeah. more on my platform because I know other girls and women like are dealing with it and um it's like how you from a young age like I was like that even doing dance growing up um like just like the wit and then competing kind of like put that on a pedestal because I put my body through different like I was actually physically changing my body mm. bulking and cutting and then through that, I went through a lot of like digestive issues. And then when I moved to LA, like shortly after, like I competed till about like 21 and then 22, 23 started traveling out here. And then when I was trying to pursue that visa and I was under so much stress with immigration and all of that, I noticed that like anything I ate, I was just like, my mm. body was rejecting it. And I would eat, I was eating really healthy because when we moved out, when I came out here, we're in LA, like yeah. LA has all the healthy cool like cauliflower pizza like everything oh no like and i i don't know i just been really 
going into like a lot of health podcasts and content really grabbing my interest because it's so much more than not just like the nutrient it's all hormonal mm. that's been so crazy to me and like hormones yes it's what we eat but it's also like our stress levels yeah and, like, interesting so much with it it's been really cool to like have you been noticing changes or i shifts? like wrote out like some some things with just well first like i feel like the biggest thing with my journey is like i started to eat intuitive and listen to my body brilliant and i i always say like we'll preface it like i think because i came from a background where i knew so much about macros that definitely helps because then when you eat intuitively you don't just like eat only like no protein right like i think that that there's some sort of knowledge you need on like what foods you should you need to have and like how much but then eating intuitively with like what your body is saying because then mm -hmm. when you get better with that way you can really be self-aware to know like when you need to refeed when you need to carb up right. or when you need to um, maybe fast go on like a, a little i haven't done like a juice test but like maybe do like i don't know nice. like know yeah. your body um because that will i feel like self-awareness in all areas like the mindset yeah. the what we eat how we consume it everything. all plays a role huh yeah and it's cool you've had experience with the different aspects of it from the from the training like you competing. didn't even acknowledge how you felt you just ate when i was bulking i feel like men i know like a lot of my guy friends who bulk like they'll just eat calories for the yeah. sake of it and like when i was bulking like i had a program so i like had to eat for the wow. sake of it you know and then when you were when you were like shutting down you had to like really like starve yourself and overdo and over exercise and it's like yeah that whole element was like ignoring it so now i'm like okay what happens when you like listen to your body and the more i research on hormones it's crazy yeah i gotta do some more research on that i'm learning so much about Very it cool. i'm like this is so crazy and like i don't want any of these issues yeah like with pcos and like all these right, common things. Right. and it's not even our fault because like there's hormones in so many of the things that were we're eating so i don't i because i get overwhelmed when i go down my rabbit hole i'm like oh my god yeah. <laughs> but then i think the thing is it's just like baby steps like okay if i can do one thing then like that'll naturally like the breadcrumbs that'll yeah. naturally lead to another habit yeah like i'm sure a year ago i wasn't doing like some of the habits i am right. doing now like oh especially with covid i know my podcast is called coffee and a good vibe but like i literally like lived off coffee like yeah. when i started that podcast and like i love coffee i really do love the taste of it like it is genuine but i don't like some days i'll i have a coffee in the morning like a, a coffee before i work out but it's not even like a strong it's like an espresso pod yeah but like if i, I can go all day without having coffee and like before i don't think i could have done that yeah i got you and i think it's just from like doing more water and like right. just i don't know all the things i think it's like one thing at a time what advice i like that one thing at a time what advice would you give to someone who wants to start improving their life in some way Ooh. That's a loaded question. It's a, such a loaded question. Because like you, you want to go health, you want to go mindset. Yeah. I would say, honestly, I'm so biased. But for me, I think it's all the mind. So I would say like, I think your environment's everything. And like, yeah. it, it, it's literally your, it's your input, right? So mm -hmm. if you're not in a, a spot where you're around people in your life who are very positive, that's okay. Like we live in a time where there's outlets 
online that you can connect to. There's people I'm sure you could reach out to me. You could reach out to Josh. You could just say like, hey, I'm looking for a community. I'm looking for friends. I'm looking for like a sense of belonging. Mm. Like I would love to just connect. Be a, like, there's so many ways you can. It's so easy now yeah. like with social media to have like a positive support group and or like read like positive, have positive things in your ear, read a book. Like the, I would say lean on something that's going to like better your environment in the internal self-talk mm. or um, make an effort to like virtually especially right now yeah um connect with people online i love that like your people people are more accessible than they seem in the digital oh, age so now true. right so but you true. know this is the pr work that you're doing like you can anyone is reachable <laughs> anyone <laughs> and even if like you want to reach someone who's like not answering, like I would message them, but then you can even go into their community right? and reach out to people in their community because they're probably your people too. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good tidbit. It's like, yeah, there's always so many people out there. Well, time has flown by as predicted. <laughs> um, So we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap this up because I know there's uh, things to do, people to see, places to be, but um, I've so enjoyed this conversation. I will definitely need to get you back on so we can keep rambling I love for this. more and more time. I have to say one more tidbit yeah, on this. So, and this is like such a compliment like of our friendship, of everything and just a takeaway. Um, so one of the things that I've really realized is like, I, I like stopped doing a lot of interviews too because I realized like energy is everything. Yeah. But the thing is guys, like the energy that you like, if you're aware of like how you leave a conversation, and I made this like goal to myself this year. Like any person, any it could be a friend I'm hanging out with, it could be an interview, it could be like anything. Like when you leave, like our our because our we're just pocket, we're hanging. Like I'm leaving like this so fired up to like I don't know. You don't feel drained, and it's yeah. like that self awareness of your energy of how you lead people are such an indicator of like if there are people who are gonna serve you or yeah. not. That's so crazy. I just like feel so like energized right now. <laughs> I, I do too. That's why I love the podcast. I'm sure yeah. you do when you have those conversations. So selfishly, it's it's so I, I love feeling I'm, like energized. ready to go dominate or yeah. like a friend. I like I have a girlfriend yeah. I like went on a beach walk with and after I was like, I'm gonna do work when I get home. Right. And it's like eight o'clock on a Friday. Literally high. I'm like you feel so high, right? Yeah. So chase that guys. Like, yes. Chase those people. I love it. And so for people who want to get more of your yeah. vibe Coffee and a Good Vibe podcast for sure. Check it out. Your yeah, social have media. Josh on it. it we'll go. Hey, love, to. love yeah, Coffee we'll, and a Good Vibe for we real. Will, we will certainly have some coffee and catch a good vibe. Do you actually have coffee with people? Because we're going to have coffee. Oh my God. So I, okay, I wanted to do that as a vision, but yeah. then so many of my guests are like, I don't drink coffee. I drink matcha. I drink water, which <laughs> okay. is so, so cool. Yeah, um, yeah, dude, and dude. also with the timings too of it, I know it's yeah. like random, but like whenever I have a guest who's like, Oh, I'll have a coffee. I'm like, yes. Yes. We <laughs> will certainly be having coffee. And I've done it with some guests and I'm like so happy. Yeah. The episode. And we will certainly have catch a good vibe as well. So, um, so much love to you. I'm so genuinely grateful that we've connected and stayed in touch. And I cannot wait to see all of the things and all of your success and, um, and be able to support along the way. So well, thank I'm you. so grateful for our friendship and like seeing your success grow. There mm -hmm. I go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're catching yourself though i love it i love thank it thank you so much josh Definitely. and thank you guys for listening i yeah. always like thank them for great call listen to us yeah and hopefully the whole goal with this is that there's people listening that also feel that same energy that's a cool yeah. part of conversations we is that you can feel it too from listening in on a conversation mm, so i love that yeah thank lots you. of love